Welcome to another edition of Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton. And on this episode, our special guest is Jada Hill, the Indianapolis Colts social media coordinator. You're definitely going to learn a lot about her and her background and, of course, her job with the Colts. Of course, that will be a little bit later in the show. But like always, at first, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. If you are brand new to listening, wherever you're listening from, Spotify, where you can rate the show. Apple Podcasts, where you can rate and review the show. Google Podcasts, wherever that is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes when they drop up first of course before we get into the conversation with miss jada hill we do have to have the get it off your chest segment now get up on espn is a show that's pretty entertaining to a lot of people of course hosted by former mike and mike co-host mike greenberg you have Jalen Rose on there. You have Stephen A. Pop in sometimes on that show too. Recently, they did a top 10 quarterback rankings. I'm going to read you the listing of all those quarterbacks. We have Aaron Rodgers that was listed number one. Patrick Mahomes listed number two. Josh Allen number three. Tom Brady at four, Joe Burrow at five, Matthew Stafford at six, Justin Herbert at seven, Russell Wilson at eight, Deshaun Watson at nine, and Dak Prescott at 10. Notice something in this list. You notice something. There's a certain player missing... I know he's won an MVP. He's been pretty talented at quarterback. Yep, yep. It's his name. It's it, it's Lamar Jackson, yes. The Baltimore Ravens quarterback was noticeably absent on this list. And I still cannot believe it. I mean, you have a guy in Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. And now, I will say, Justin Herbert is talented. Very talented quarterback. And, you know, down the line, he could be in the ranks in the top 10. But he's never been to the playoffs. He's never won a playoff game. But yet you have him as the number seven quarterback in the entire NFL. Just me personally, that's a little too soon to give him a lot, all of that gratification. Especially when he didn't necessarily look the greatest last season in losing to the Houston Texans. Yes, the Los Angeles Chargers lost to the Houston Texans last year. 
did not look good at all. Yet, Justin Herbert is on this list. Now, Joe Burrow definitely should be on this list, of course. He definitely showed that he has the moxie and the talent. Took his team to the Super Bowl. Gotta respect it. Dak, he's talented as well. Didn't necessarily win a playoff game, but he's been there. Deshaun Watson, well, we don't know if he's starting the season, so you know I don't know necessarily if you want to put him in the rankings of this list. Hmm, don't know. But either way it goes, there should be no way that a former MVP of the NFL and Lamar Jackson should not be on this list. I mean, of course, we know he got injured last year and those different things happen. But come on, people. Get up. Come on now. You know better than to leave a former MVP and the weapon that Lamar Jackson is off of this list. And people, will you please stop talking about the passing, the this, the that, and the other. First off, he's a dynamic weapon. He makes things happen. Whether you like the way he does it or not, that's on you. That's a personal issue. That's a you issue. The thing is, he makes plays. And he actually is not as bad with his arm as people want to say he is. Watch him play. You'll understand. That's all I'm going to say on that one. There's no way Lamar Jackson should not be in the top 10 QB rankings. That's I'm going to use one of Stephen A's words. That's disrespectful. Just, oof, the mitigated gall. Unmitigated gall. Yeah, I got on my Stephen A tip for a minute, but this list deserved it. How do you just leave off Lamar Jackson? That's insane. That's my get it off your chest segment for this episode. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, you'll be listening to me talking to Jada Hill on Touring the AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. We'll be right back. For those that have checked out my picture, my new picture for my you know graphics for my podcast, you can tell I have a new image, an updated image. A professional looking image. It's time for you to take control of your image. And you can take control of your professional image with a fresh set of headshots by the good folks of Joshua Silver's Photography. Let Josh at Joshua Silver's Photography handle your personal branding, business headshots, portrait, or any other photographic need with great pricing and even better quality. You can reach him via phone at 423 423- Five five seven six seven four six. Once again, that's four two three five five seven six seven four six. You can also reach him at Instagram at Joshua Silver's Photography, or you can reach him on Facebook. Call Joshua Silver's Photography and get yourself booked today. I know I did, and he's got me looking great. Welcome back to Touring the AFC South. I'm your host, Mike Patton. And 10 to 15, maybe 20 years ago, 
social media was not quite as big. You could probably say that uh, maybe Facebook was starting to come around, but you, uh, people thought they had to be in college to have it at that time, probably. And of course, you know, Black Planet was around. But of course, now the social media is everywhere. And just like human beings are on social media, teams are too. So my next guest is the social media coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. I'd like to welcome everyone uh, or welcome my guest, I should say, Jada Hill. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on and uh, definitely uh, glad to have you on. And, and, and it's also great to have uh, a black another black woman hired by an NFL team. So black woman in sports, bravo. Gotta well, clap that up. It's our season. <laughs> right, right, right. Now I've got to ask, okay, growing up, you know, of course, you know, you are around sports now. So how did you grow up and where did you grow up, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so I'm actually from a small town in southern Illinois. Um, it's called O'Fallon. Uh, it's not very big at all. Um, I always joke with people when we moved, when we got our house built, when, when I was about maybe like two or three or so, there was literally nothing but cornfields around our subdivision at all. So I'm every time I say I'm from Illinois, people assume I'm from Chicago. And I'm like, no, I'm from the southern part of Illinois, which is down at the bottom. It's really not much there at all. You don't even know it. So uh, I grew up in southern Illinois. I'm the youngest of three. And um, we just, you know, I, I come from a sports family. My mom was a really good softball player. And my dad was in the, like an all-star wrestler. Um, so we, I just came from a sports family. And I mean, I feel like I always tell people we really didn't have a choice. I was kind of born into the sports world. Okay. Okay. So uh, in the sports world, you know, growing up, you know, what all sports did you play since your mom and dad were involved in sports? I'm pretty sure you probably played all of them. <laughs> yep. I definitely did about everything. I think the first thing I did once I started out, uh, I was always like, tumbling around the house, like jumping off the couches. Like I would watch Bring It On when I was a little girl and I would like try to emulate what they were doing. So I think I started gymnastics when I was, I want to say three or four. I started doing gymnastics three or four. Um, then of course I was in like dance. Uh, then they put me in cheer. Um, I think it was once I turned about five, my parents realized that I was really fast. And like, they realized that like, oh wow, like, you know, maybe we should put her in track. And so I think, um, you know, you have like your little field days as a kid. So I, I would I would do really well in those. And it's crazy because uh, my dad is actually from East St. Louis and we would go to the cancer walk in East St. Louis every year um, and Jackie Jordan Kersey would be there. And so I remember I might've been about six and she looked at my parents and she told them, I've never seen a six-year-old with quads like hers. She needs to run track. Uh, and so from there, like my parents put me in track. I think I start running year round when I was maybe about 10 or 11, if I'm not mistaken. And then it just kind of took off from there. I stopped everything else. Um, and track was my focus. I still kind of like did cheer in high school and like competitive, but you know, my focus was getting the scholarship and track and that's kind of what I did. So I kind of just, that was my niche. All right. Fast forward. Now you went to college on a track scholarship, perhaps. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just taking a wild guess there. But no, you, you just said it. I, I'm, I'm being silly. But um, so how was it, you know, in the change from 
you know, high school to college, because I know for me, I played high school football and I played college football. And it definitely was a difference once you got into college sports. It's more of a job than what people know. So what do you what did you what was your experience? You know what it really is. And I think for me, um, you know, growing up in a small town where, you know, Southern Illinois, like is known for having stud athletes in different pockets. So, you know, you're coming from a small town where maybe, you know, I, I was just a stud athlete in my moment and I step into college and it's like, okay, reality check, baby, everybody's good. So that was, I think my first thing like organizational and the fact that it was a job that wasn't as bad just because I kind of juggled multiple things in high school. Uh, but realizing that the talent wise that, you know, everybody else is at the same level or better than you. And, you know, you come in freshman year and nothing's guaranteed. You have to work your butt off to kind of get there. Uh, that was kind of like the biggest jump for me going into college because I had really never been somewhere where people were just like that much better than me. Like there were, I have, I had teammates that I'm like, there's no way I could ever run as fast as they can. I just can't. So that was really a moment for me where I had to like, just kind of stop and take a minute and like break things down and really learn the dynamics of track and field. Because if I, you know, you may be faster than me, but if I'm smarter than you, I can beat you in a race. Uh, so in college, I really got smart. You know, people say basketball IQ. I got my track IQ once I got to college. Uh, so I think that was the biggest thing for me, just realizing that, okay, there are better people out there than Jada. <laughs> now, of course, in college, I'm pretty sure you kind of discovered what you wanted to do. Um, but I, of course, I, I'm pretty sure there were things that you thought you wanted to do first. So what were the things you thought you wanted to do? And then how did you kind of land where you are now in terms of kind of the, the love for the things that you do now? So I think that I may be like one of those really strange kids. I I knew that I wanted to be you know, in the social media, well, not now social media world, back then the TV world, the entertainment-ish, um, media-ish, back when I was like five. I told my parents I was going to be on TV when I was five years old. And I told my parents that I was going to own an NFL team when I was in elementary school. Um, so I've always known that what I wanted to do, I just had to figure out how to get there. Um, and, you know, for me, I, people always say everyone's path is, is different. And it really is. Uh, because little girl me just knew that I wanted to be on TV. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what that looked like um, until I got older. I got to, uh, you know, I got the chance to do, I was in broadcast in high school. So I was an anchor in high school. Once I got to college, I did sideline for football. Um, and I did color and play by play for basketball and volleyball. So I knew that I liked that. I knew I liked to be talented. I knew I liked, you know, I was good at it. I was natural on camera. It just was something that worked for me. I loved it. Um, but it wasn't until I really might have been my junior, my junior, no, it was my senior year. I broke my leg um, and I couldn't run track anymore. Um, I basically like almost like split my tibia in half. Um, so oh. I really got close to the athletic department's um, video coordinator. Like she was basically creative content for the entire athletic department. And so at that point, that kind of opened up a whole new realm for me. Because I was like, oh, wow, you know, I can create this content. I can put a voice track on it. I can be in front of it. You know, I can go out and shoot it and do it all myself. So that kind of took things to the next level for me when I realized like, oh, 
there's more to just being, you know, the face. Gotcha. Okay. Um, now, <clears throat> the career. I've got to get into that portion of it, of course. You know, you did run track in college. Of course, you know, that isn't what you're doing currently now. You went into kind of social media and everything there. Now, where has that taken you so far up to this point? Well, I've had a very, um, I would say, not straightforward path to getting to this point. Uh, once I, I got my master's at Central Missouri, too. So once I finished with that, you know, COVID happened. That was in the middle of COVID. I got my master's degree in May of 2020, and I graduated in my front yard at my parents' house. <laughs> so wow. um, at that point, you know, I, I once I was in my, my second year of my master's, I was actually living in Reno, Nevada. I was interning at Nevada Sportsnet, where I was a creative content intern. Well, you know, some personal life events happened. I lost my father. So I come back home, you know, Southern Illinois. COVID hits. We have the funeral. The world shuts down, in essence. You can't leave. I, I, I wasn't able to ever go back to Reno. I was planning on hoping to do a full-time position with them because they had an opening, but they went on a hiring hole because COVID happened. So I graduate in my yard. I don't know what I'm going to do. There's no sports teams hiring at all in the May of 2020. Like there, you can't find a sports job. So I actually went into news and I was a reporter for a year. Um, I went into news because that was the only thing that I could do where I was like, okay, I'm still using my skills of, you know, media creating stuff. And I mean, I have to do something in the meantime. Uh, so I actually was a reporter for a year. And then uh, kind of like when sports start opening it back up, then I went to Houston. And so I was a creative director of cre recruiting and creative content for Houston women's basketball this past year. Um, but still knowing in the back of my head that like the NFL was the end goal. So still always just like grinding, you know, making connections, talking to people, like shooting my shot. I have been in so many people's, uh, you know, DMs who are in the league, so many reporters. And that, that kind of really helped me get in the spot that I am now with the Colts. I mean, um, just over the years of really talking to people, and people being like, oh, like, you know, do you know Jada? Because like, you know, I know her. She's constantly sending me messages, setting the third. So that is kind of like how I got here now. I mean, it's not a straight path at all. And I definitely didn't think it would be this way. Um, but I'm definitely thankful and grateful that, that, that it worked out the way it did. Now, I've got to ask, uh, you know, Houston, I mean, did you go to Papa Do's while you were there? <laughs> okay, I personally, people, I do not like Papados. I, I I don't like it at all. <laughs> but my mother is like a diehard Papados. So while I lived in Houston for that year, my mom came to see me every month. And every month we went to Papados. So I went to Papados <laughs> every month <laughs> from August to, um, well, I guess from June until last month when I moved here. Wow. Wow, don't like Papa those, but hey, that saves more for me, you know, when I go to Houston or, or to Atlanta when it's there. No, I love know. Houston, but I don't like Papa those. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I give you, I give you that one. You know, one out of two ain't bad, but uh, <laughs> but you know, of course, we're gonna fast forward to now. Uh, of course, you did kind of mention some of the challenges dealing with COVID and, and different things that happened, but you know, it kind of sets you on a path kind of sort of where do you want to go and you know who not who doesn't love houston and the city of houston i mean it's great but um but you're currently now the colts social media coordinator now 
What all does that do, if you don't mind me asking? So basically, um, I work with our social media team here and our amazing content team. And really, um, it's a blessing because, you know, when I was at Houston, I, um, you know, like, you know, when you're usually when you're in a college mom, you're kind of doing it all yourself. So, you know, in the NFL, in this setting, it's it's when I got here, I was like, oh, my gosh, like there are so many talented people within this, you know, giant content team and all the pieces kind of work together. Uh, so for me, it's it's nice to basically just get to sit down with the other social media people and we just kind of think content ideation and think about, you know, our fan base. We think about our team. We think about, you know, what do our viewers want? What do they, what do they like? What strengths do we have? What do we really want to highlight with our guys? And just that sort of speak. So um, it's definitely a lot of working parts that I'm definitely still getting used to, you know, running around in a maze through. But um, basically the ideation of our social media um, is, is kind of our goal and just kind of seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work, um, you know, trial and error, just trying to find, you know, the next best thing, the next, you, you just want to stay trending at all times. So it's just always kind of having your hand in a little bit of everything, making sure you're up to date with everything that's going on on social media. Because as you know, like, you know, something can be trending today and tomorrow it's a whole new thing. In the morning is this and that night is that. So just really trying to stay up to date on everything and make sure we're relevant and, you know, showing off the assets we have here. All right. All right. So what does a typical day look like for you at this point? So right now, um, everything is geared towards we're getting ready for training camp. So training camp starts in a few weeks. So really just trying to make sure we're prepping. This this will be my first training camp. So I'm just like want to be over prepared because, you know, you, you know, as soon as you're walking into something, you really don't know what to expect. So um, really just prepping for training camp as much as I possibly can, um, you know, kind of reviewing, going over what has worked in the past, what the team has kind of done. Um, and just, you know, trying to find ways to, you know, get creative ideas together to make it better and to really take it to the next level. Now, in case you didn't know, you're in the AFC South now. So how does it feel to be in the AFC South? You've got the Colts and then you've got the Titans, the Jaguars and the Texans. And you're going to see one of those teams in Indianapolis at least one time this year. So what is it? What does it feel like? You're in the AFC South now. Is there any kind of different feeling, or or what is it? You know, it's actually it's it's very. Uh, so my mom's side of the family is actually from Tennessee. So my mom's side of the family diehard Titans fan. So growing up, you know, we yeah go Titans. So now that I'm kind of in that in that uh, we're in that same division, it's very like oh wow okay like I have Titans jerseys in my. Uh, dresser actually have two of them and it's like okay now I work for the Colts so this is I probably can't wear those anymore but um <laughs> no you know it's really exciting uh it's just uh, I still am kind of to a point like is this real life um but I I'm excited I know that uh, my family texts me all the time and it's like um I'm sorry but when we play you guys I'm not cheering for you and I'm like okay that's fine <laughs> I understand I understand uh but it, it's definitely a surreal feeling I think especially just you know, being in the same division as a team that, you know, that your family grows up cheering for. And, you know, now you're in that realm, like you're in that conversation. So it's, it's something I'm like, oh, wow. 
<laughs> wow, I did not know that. Uh, is your, your your mom's side of the family is from Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. Now I've got to ask: Is it Middle Tennessee, West Tennessee, or East Tennessee? They're from West Tennessee. West Tennessee. I went to college in West Tennessee at UT Martin. So ah, okay, yeah. And my uh, what uh, my great aunt and uncle still live in Martin. Oh wow, wow, strange. There you go. Connections <laughs> all around. Now. <clears throat> now you've been in the organization you have been in the organization long but what is your feel kind of of the organization uh, i mean i know it's still brand new to you but what is your feel of the organization so far um i can honestly say that like i don't think so far in my life i just turned 26 i don't think that i have been around people that are just so um that are so caring and that are so like they want to see you win like they want like they want to make sure you're good as a person before you do anything else and so it's a very family oriented space and i'm very appreciative of that i mean like the culture here at the cults organization is like it's almost like a dream like it's literally a dream come true working environment which is absolutely probably never thought i would say that in my life but uh, it really is. Everyone is just so helpful. Everyone is so on the same accord. The culture, I mean, I, I can't speak enough on how positive it is. Um, and I'm really excited to get going. Everyone is, you know, right now training camp, everyone's super excited to get started. And we're just really getting prepared, you know, as a staff and the team's getting ready. So, um, I mean, I, I couldn't have asked for a better team to get the opportunity to work for. Right, right. Sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, I will say you do have a, a fan base that is in the tour in the AFC South inbox. Ty Ray said, great athlete. I don't know if he was talking about you or Jackie Joyner Kersey. I have no idea. But hey, we're going to say he's talking about you through this. Episode. <laughs> All right, as far as uh, uh, another person, we've got Arlington Lane the second said, Jada. He kind of yelled it out. You know, so, but I, I had to put the little emphasis on there because he yelled it out. But anyway. Um, we have reached the point of the show where we have game time. Oh. We've got five questions. I've got two answers for you. Okay. Are you ready? You got to pick one. I guess so. I have no other choice. Huh? <laughs> kind of. All right. <laughs> well, being that you're in the social media world, we're going to talk Twitter. We got two answers for you, Twitter or TikTok. Oh, this is so hard. Um <laughs> I guess TikTok. Ah, it's hard to pick. I know, I know. That was rough. I thought you were going to say like Instagram. I was going to be like, oh yeah, Instagram. No, I do have another question that involves Instagram. Facebook or Instagram? Oh, Instagram. I figured you might say Instagram. Yeah, Facebook is it's been around for so long. Facebook is really (laughs) it is it's changing a lot of things and it's making it harder. Yeah, understandable, understandable. Now I've got a track question for you. Mm-hmm. Flojo or Jackie Joyner Kersey? Oh wow. <laughs> Flojo. All right. All right. Now she did have the nails. I'm still trying to figure out how she put her hands down. Well, I used to run when nails. I ran, I had real like my nails are short now, but I used to run with really, really long nails because I love wow. Flojo so much. Yeah. Wow. How did you put your hands down the ground? Well, most of the time you have to get your thumbs a little bit shorter, but you just have to put your hands down. Like there's a way that you have to place your hands so the nail won't crack. And so there's not a lot of pressure on your nail when you're up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a whole thing. 
Learn something new. Okay. Uh, now, outside sports or inside sports, which one do you like better? Uh, inside. Got you. You know, the heat and all those different things are definitely variables yeah. when, when you're outside. <laughs> exactly. Especially in the summertime. I know. And that's when summer track, oh my gosh, it used to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, Here's a, another one for you that I'm pretty sure you, you've probably thought about over your time uh, in social media. Go viral or steady views? Mm, steady views. Steady views, yeah, because viral can't go be here today and gone tomorrow. That is correct. Exactly. All right. Get one viral video. <laughs> All right, so that is the end of our game time for this episode. And, of course, that is the end of the episode. So I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, giving us a little bit of background of what you do. And, uh, you know, hopefully you have a successful season uh, promoting and getting people excited about the Colts. Uh, can you tell everyone where they can reach you and what all things that you might be working on if you can tell us? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, my all my social media outlets are it's Jada Wada. Um, so that's where you can reach me on Instagram and Twitter. I really don't tweet that much. Um, I try, but you know, whenever social media is your job, it's like your personal page just kind of takes a back burner and you're worried about the other. <laughs> um, but I won't go too into what I am working on, but I will say um, that for training camp, we have some really exciting stuff coming. So make sure that you all tune in to the Colts social media channels. It's at Colts um, on Instagram and Twitter um, and Snapchat and everything. And we have some really exciting stuff cooking for you guys. So I can't wait for you to see it. Well, I do. I have signed up for the notifications for the Colts page. So I, I guarantee that I will be seeing them. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, uh, everyone, for listening and watching. Thank you again, Jada. We have uh, Colts. Social media coordinator Jada Hill with us. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Touring the AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. We're out. <laughs>